Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Line, presented by BetMGM, Dave Ross here at South Point Casino in Las Vegas. Michael Lombardi back home in New Jersey. Can't believe it, Michael. It's almost August as we get closer and closer to the start of the NFL season and college football as well. Going to have Carl Johnson join us later on this hour down there in the Bayou. Talk all things SEC. The King of New York, Will Hill, will join us in hour number two. And Pat Leonard will get his thoughts on the New York Giants and what's going on with the G-Men this year in the NFC East. But, Michael, it feels like the whole talk this week in the NFL has been the three-ring circus that is the Arizona Cardinals. And Kyler Murray and the contract and the language in the contract and do I need a study clause First of all, have you ever been a part of something like this where you you thought a player just wasn't doing his homework, so we got to try to get this language in the contract? No, David, and good morning to you and good morning to our audience here. It's always good to have uh to have the uh, start of something special football. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Patriots put pads on, I think, on Monday, so the Boston audience will be able to see that. Mac Jones has kind of captured uh, their attention, I think, fairly well as I read the, the, the papers in Boston. But I, I think this, you know, on the day of Bill Walsh's death 15 years ago today, I'm reminded of what he would think of with this clause in the contract. I'm reminded of what he would have done as the president of the Arizona Cardinals. And I, and I think ultimately uh, he would have just waited. I think the biggest concern here, and we can make fun of the Cardinals front office, and certainly I have, I call them entourage, you know, and <laughs> from the TV show on HBO. But to me, the real issue here, the core, is why didn't they just wait? Like, why didn't they just wait? That clause in the contract just didn't mysteriously appear. Like, that just didn't come in. Like, nobody just, okay, let me slip that in there. You know, there was a reason behind why the clause was written. And Kyler can say he always works hard and he can get Lincoln Riley to defend him and all that. But there was a reason that clause got put in there. And it wasn't put in by John Q. Public. It wasn't put in by the Seattle Seahawks or the Los Angeles Rams or or any other team in the National Football. It was put in by his agent and it was put in by the team. And so to me, that's the story. Why did we have to do it? And why would you rework a contract, redo a contract, reward a player who didn't work hard? Yeah, it's, the thing that's just so confusing to me is that because the agent is the agent of 
Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime, the GM, and Kyler Murray. It's almost like this, you know, we're going to release some stuff here. And, and who released it? Well, the agent released it. Well, did the agent release it on the behalf of the team? No, I, on behalf I think of the David, player? If you understand the mechanics of all this, I think it's kind of this is what really makes Arizona look worse. Because whenever you do a contract in the National Football League, you have to file it with the with the NFL Management Council, and then you file it with the NFL PA. Right. And agents and co- and executives have on their computer when that contract gets filed and approved. You then read the contract. There's somebody in the building who's always reading every contract because what gets reported and what is in the contract are always two different things. So if they thought for one second that nobody was going to review this contract, they're naive, and they didn't think that. Now, when the agents read this language, when some agent reads this language, he calls up Ian Rappaport and said, I can't believe this is in there. And that's how it gets out. Mm. Like it gets out because other agents who have access to this information, it's why players can get their contracts done. Everybody's sharing the same data. Right. Everybody understands the same information. So for them to think it wasn't going to get out, to them think that the reaction, oh, we didn't mean it the way it came out. Of course, how, (laughs) how else was it going to come out? Seriously, how else would you mean it? I mean, you're saying he doesn't work hard. And look, I could show you every I could show you five, six, eight, twenty plays of when he runs a run into a loaded front. You know why he runs a run into a loaded front? Because he's not prepared. Mm. It says it, it it seems like an unforced error. As you get ready for, for camps, you know, for Arizona and certainly the rest of the, the league here, that that becomes the talk of, of the league. We've talked about it here on the Lombardi line through the summer, Michael. It's like, where do you go from here now if, if you're the Cardinals? Because ironically, what, what's surprising to me is the numbers have actually come down. They were, you know, four to one to win the NFC West. Now they're down to three to one here. Uh, the, the win total is still at eight and a half. It is juiced now to the over at minus a dollar twenty. You think they're going to get back to, to nine wins? You think they're going to make the playoffs minus a dollar five? They were a playoff team a year ago is this going to be water under the bridge or is this going to be a narrative that continues if Kyler has a game where he looks like he doesn't know exactly what's going on with the defenses well I think it's going to show up it's not going to show up in the month of September you know because I think the Cardinals play well in the beginning of the year that's when they're usually healthy when their team is kind of put together you know they're they're put together with patchwork because they're such an older team you know as the year goes on some of those players like JJ Watt AJ Green when they start to wear down and they're not as effective they don't play as well and then when we know this and when the mayor gets hurt when Kyler takes a hit which he's going to do right he's going to take a hit you know, he's going to get hit and he's going to get hurt. Will he show and, and dazzle us with his sensational play? Of course he will. He's in a unique athlete. He's got unique speed. And when he can, when the play breaks down, this is when he becomes his best. This is when I start calling him beep beep. You know, he just starts running around in that arm that he has and the ability to make throws. But once he gets hit, once a big man lands on top of him and he starts to experience some pain, then all of a sudden this offense doesn't look nearly as good. Remember the last two games of the season. I mean, let's be honest, David. You know, against Seattle, bad defense, and then against the Rams in the playoff game. It was as bad as it gets. Now, you say, okay, what have they done to improve their team since then? Really nothing. I mean, they've added Marquise Brown. That's yeah. it. And they won't have Hopkins for the first six games. So tell me why. Were the Rams that dominant defensively? Or was there something wrong with the Cardinals? Yeah, I'm with you. I, I kind of look at it and I go, 11-win team last year. We know the great start that they had. And then the Swan in the second half certainly led into that playoff loss uh, to the Rams here. And, and I go, well, are they just going to you know, reinvent themselves at the beginning of the year? I, I don't see it either. 
And I guess now if you're Cliff and you're, and you're Kyler and you've been joined at the hip going back to Cliff's days, you know, saying, hey, if I had the number one pick in the draft and, and you know, we were there, I, I would take Kyler Murray. You had that exact scenario play out. This is your guy. Then you get this weird contract. You get the language in it. Then we have it removed this week. Are they okay? Because you know that's got to be symbiotic now, quarterback and head coach in the NFL. It feels like to have any chance of success in the league. Well, I think they all are. I mean, look, you know, when they're all, that's why I call it entourage because they're all in one group, right? right? Even Michael Bidwell, the owner, you know, I call him turtle. He's part of the group <laughs> too, right? So you got Vinny, the good looking guy. That's, that, that's Cliff, obviously. You know, you got turtle. Who's the owner. That's Michael Bidwell. You got Johnny drama over there and that's Steve Kime. And then, you know, then you've got Ari, which is the agent. So there's your four. The only one they don't have, which would make the most sense that they need, is they don't have E. They don't have Eric. They don't have a guy to kind of give them a sense of. And so they're off on their own. And every day is a new story. And look, you know, they, you know, when you go back and study the team and look at their roster, you, you've got to wonder about, A, their work ethic. You've got to wonder about, can they actually get this done? I mean, defensively now. The untold story was at the end of the year, they were not very good defensively. I mean, they gave up 202 yards rushing against Seattle in week, 17, week 18 of the season. And then the Rams put a buck 40 on them. I mean, like, th this was not a very good team defensively at the end of the year, partly because they had a lot of injuries. Yeah, and I look and at And they it, couldn't overcome it. Right. I, I guess, Michael, now, if this thing implodes out in the desert this year in Arizona, does this put all three of them? I mean, Kyler's got the contract, right? So I guess it would just really be Steve Kime, Cliff Kingsbury. You know, we've seen no, GM. Steve Kime is part of the family. He's not, He's going, not going anywhere. anywhere. I mean – I mean, like I said, that's why you call it entourage. Right. I mean, they're all kind of linked together. They're not going to – did entourage ever get separated? No. Of course not. No. You know, and so they're all in this together. I mean, this is – look, their mentality is simply this. We're not going to find a better player than Kyler. Our chance to win is right now. So let's get him signed to a contract. We'll have two more years at economic-friendly value because the way they've structured the contract, his cap number doesn't really rise – until two years from now. That's when he gets to about $35 million cap number. And who knows where the cap will be at that point. So they're building this team. The problem I have is they haven't done a good job of building the team around a cheaper Kyler Murray. I mean, they're an older team. I mean, Marcus Golden's over 30 years old. J.J. Watt has not been able to stay healthy over the last two years. Like, you know, all their good they, – they let two really good players out of there last year. Rasul Douglas, who they could have used at corner. And, you know, Campbell, uh, I mean – the kid that went to Green Bay, so Devontae Campbell. So those are two good players. Now this year, you know, this year they lose Chandler Jones. Right. I mean, where are they getting Chandler Jones's rush? Is Isaiah Simmons going to take that over? We shall see. Yeah, and I look at it too, and I go, you know, you've talked a lot about the body language of Kyler Murray. It's not always good, that's for sure. Does he win in this equation now that the language is removed? Social media can have their fun. Are there any winners and losers out of this week that was for the Arizona Cardinals? I mean, look, you know, the winners will be when they win a game and they play well in September, which they typically do. I mean, they open up against uh, Kansas City. They're all, I mean, last year I loved them in the opener. I mean, yeah. the one thing this team is when they're healthy, they have players. So can they do that? We'll see. But at the end of the day, I mean, it, it, it only comes down to are we going to win? Are we going to win playoff games? Can we win playoff games? Yeah. And that remains to be seen. I mean, you know, that remains to be seen if they can do that. 20 to you 1. Know, last to yeah, win the I MVP, mean, it, 
Kyler Murray. And I'm with you. Like, this is now, it feels like more eyes will be on the Cardinals because of what's happened in this last week, kind of the the, the three-ring circus there in Arizona this week. And I think if the contract just gets signed, Michael, and you don't have the clause in there, it doesn't get pointed out, as you pointed out, then, then all of a sudden, this would be a quiet kind of offseason, right? They got Kyler's deal done. Everybody's happy. We go to camp. But because of that one thing that was in there, and then to remove it by the team, I wonder if that put more of a focus on it than it was well, even it, in there it, in the first place. It just validated everything that we've all said, that he's got bad body language, that he doesn't work hard. All those things. Like, you can't keep that secret. Right. Like, I know a college free – I know a quarterback who was on the team two years ago. I, I mean, that basically has – you know, the Kyler didn't even acknowledge him all through camp. Oof. I mean, this guy is not in – you know, it's – like, you can't hide the – you can't hide it. It's it, there. And now it's it's there and it's clear for everybody to see because it's actually put in writing and then the team – went ahead and took it out, which maybe put more of a focus on it, too. Uh, Michael, just getting it started here. It's going to be a great show on this Saturday. When we come back, let's talk about San Francisco, because, again, they're turning the keys over to the kid in year number two, how that is going to play out. Come on back. It's the Lombardi Line of Eason, the Sports Betting Network. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Today's top horse racing plays from Express Best analyst Jeff Siegel, both from Del Mar. In the first race, Jeff likes number six Pat's Paddock pick at five to one on the morning line. And in the 11th race, Jeff has number five Cura on top at a juicy 12 to one price. You can wager on these races and more at First Bet, the preferred horse racing app of VEASAN. And if you sign up today using the code Vegas22, you're going to get $100 in free bets. Go to VEASAN.com slash horses for details on this exclusive offer for VEASAN fans. That's VEASAN.com slash horses back alongside Michael Lombardi. I am Dave Ross. This is the Lombardi line. Michael, let's get into San Francisco and what's going on in the NFC West. We talked about Arizona here off the top of the show with, with Kyler Murray and company there. 
we knew it was going to happen that Trey Lance was going to be given the keys to the uh, Cadillac there in San Francisco and be the driver of it here in year number two. So we've been wondering kind of all summer, what are they going to do with Jimmy G? Are, you, are they getting closer to the point? Because you and I talked about this. They can't bring him to camp. They're not going to do that, right? So they've said, we don't want you here. It's going to be a problem. Do they get to the point, Michael, if they can't get a dance partner, they just have to release him? I, I think ultimately what they're doing is they're allowing teams to kind of look into their contract, look into the contract, see how it can get reworked and let Jimmy make his own deal with his own team. Mm. You know, and I, I think that's what we'll see in the next few days. I mean, they passed him on the physical, so he's not on PUP, which means his shoulder, according to the 49er doctors, is healthy. So, you know, as we go through this, I think that's where – it is. And, you know, where is his landing spot? You know, we talked about this yesterday on the show. If, if Davis Mills was picked in the first round, nobody would be talking about the Houston Texans needing a quarterback. Everybody would be so excited about what Davis Mills did for the Texans last year <laughs> right. in the games he started. Right. But because he was a third rounder, everybody says, well, Houston needs a quarterback. You know, even though Davis Mills outplayed Justin Fields. Even though Davis Mills outplayed Trevor Lawrence, even though Davis Mills outplayed Zach Wilson, mm -hmm. you know he outplayed all those guys. He outplayed Trey Lance. The only guy that he didn't outplay was Mac Jones, and he was close to Mac Jones. I mean, they played. It was a. It was a similar. They had similar seasons. You know, New England was a much better team than the Texans, and so that separated them. But so that, that's why Houston is involved. Why would Houston bring Garoppolo in? When they've had this young player who they drafted in the third round, they've got three more years of a cheap contract. They could build the team around them. So I, they, I know Houston's at one of the betting out. To me, the team to look at, and we're going to talk about this later in the show today with, with Pat Leonard of the New York Football Giants. Yes. I mean, if I'm San Francisco, you know, the Giants, from what I understand from the summer, from the spring to the summer, is that this has not looked good for, for – uh, for, for the quarterback, for Daniel Jones. So they need one. So I think that's ultimately – it's going to be where does Jimmy end up based on what Jimmy wants to do, and that'll solve it. Does it get to a point, Michael, where we get too far down the rabbit hole of training camp and now our – you know, we, we've got a, a pretty good idea of what our 53 is. I know from other position players you're going to, you know, pick off teams that, that cut certain guys and maybe make your linebacking core better. But quarterback is just a different element. And certainly that quarterback room. It, does there get a, a line of demarcation in the stand for teams to say, I really don't want to go and upset the apple cart after X point of training camp? Yeah, I think it's the time is now. I think you got to make a deal with Jimmy G here fairly soon if you're gonna if he's gonna have any hope to open the season. Because remember, David, the the way we have to practice and the time that we're allowed to practice today isn't very much. One practice a day. Players have to have days off. You know, it's going to be challenging. You know, it's going to be very challenging when when. Carolina was trying to trade for Baker Mayfield. You know, they put a mandate. I said, look, we got to do something here mm. because it's got, it's running too close. I, I think within the next, you know, three or four days, I think Jimmy's got to make a decision or the 49ers got to make a decision because remember this too, Jimmy's $24 million is still counting on their salary cap. That money is got to go to Nick Bosa. That money has to go to Debo Samuel. And with DK Metcalf's deal getting done, there's a more sense of urgency to get something done with Samuel. Yeah, three years, uh, $72 million for DK to stay in the Pacific Northwest with Seattle. Uh, we'll get to them in a second. I, I wonder if that changes the equation there. But Trey Lance now taking over uh, officially. And, and we knew this was coming. We knew the brass was going to say all the right things about him. 
Now everybody in that locker room, there is no debate about Jimmy G. It's Trey Lance's team. You look at the team profile here. There are high expectations here for Trey Lance for a guy that we still, I think, on the outside looking and don't know a whole lot about. But, you know, I keep looking at the numbers and I go, boy, to, to win the West 2-1 to one with the reigning defending Super Bowl champion Rams to, to miss the playoffs of plus $1.80 to make it as minus 220. So the betting market's telling us, Michael, that they think the kid's ready at least to right the ship, at least keep it pointing in the right direction. Do, do these numbers make sense to you? Well, I think they have no hope but to say he's ready, David. I mean, they have really no hope but to say that. I mean, the, basically they're working off of two games. You know, they're working off of three games, a three-game look-see. You know, he played against Seattle. Uh, he threw 18 passes against Seattle in, in week uh, in week three of the season. I think week four of the season, right? And then he played in week five of the season against Arizona. He lost. He, you know, he was not very good in that game. And then in week six, 16, he played a lot. He threw 23 passes against the Houston Texans, and they were able to win 23-7 to in that game. Although that game was a lot closer than the score, right? right? That game was a lot closer than the actual score. It was going back and forth, and I think it was ten to seven. And and Houston turned the ball over, mm-hmm. and then they fumbled on the turnover. I think if you remember that. Yes. So, you know, I mean, look, he, he we've so he's had seventy one career NFL passes, you know, and so he's thrown for six hundred and some yards in those passes. So they have no choice but to go to that, right? They have no choice. The, what I was a little bit disappointed in is, you know, I mean, he had the 50-yard run against Arizona. I thought he would run a little bit more. He had two long runs, three long runs, really, a 25-yarder against Houston. He had, a, you know, a 36-yarder against Seattle and then a, and then a 50-yarder against uh, Arizona, which really made the difference. You know, I, I was there in D.C., obviously, when Kyle was there as the O.C. for his dad. Uh, and they've, they've got Robert Griffin III, and they shut him down, if you remember, that whole preseason before they had game number one against New Orleans uh, down there in the bayou. And it was shock and awe because nobody saw Robert in training. He didn't play in the preseason, and it was really rare to do that with a rookie quarterback, certainly the number two pick overall. And it did shock New Orleans. And I think it shocked a little bit of the NFL the way the Shanahan's kind of ran that scheme. Is there any chance – that they do something similar to Trey, that what we, the limited action that we saw him in last year, it looks different when they start the year this year? Or do you think it is going to be a little bit more of the same, but maybe more running mixed in, as you mentioned? Well, I, I think the one thing we know what Kyle said was that, that he felt like the reason he didn't take Mac Jones instead of Trey Lance is because Trey Lance gave him a chance to advance his offense. And Mac Jones would have been similar to what he was always running. And he made the comment, whether I think he was just trying to facilitate it or get behind it, the comment that, look, the reason, you know, I've got to expand, people are catching up to my offense, which I really don't think is true because his offense is always very good, especially when it gets in the red area. They were the best red zone team in football last year. So I don't think that. But I do think they need to utilize his feet. I mean, last year he had 38 rushes for 168 yards. You know, but most of the 168 yards came on three runs, right? The 36-yarder, the 50-yarder, and the 25-yarder. So to me, you know, how teams defend him, you've got to, you've got to handle his late. He's a big kid. He's got some Josh Allen. To mm-hmm. him, I mean, he's got a big. He's a big kid. He should be able to handle being tackled, and he's got to learn to take something off the football. He can't be a jugs machine. He just can't go out there and just <laughs> fire it. You know, he's got to take some time and some rhythm. 
And Kyle will give them a lot of easy throws. The one thing about Kyle's offense when it was with RG3 or today is there's a lot of easy throws for the quarterback in the offense. Yeah, no question. You know, it's interesting, too, and we're going to get to what's going on with the Chargers and Derwin James to sit in. We're seeing this with Debo now, right? This is kind of the new trend is I show up at camp. I'm not going to work. I'm not going to do anything until yeah, a new deal gets hard. done. So how does that work out, Michael? Because back in the I old days, no idea. you just, you know, your services weren't needed unless you're going to actually play and do something when you show up at camp. You know, I have no idea. I mean, it's fascinating. I don't know how you do that, right? So, you know, you come in, either you're here to practice or you're not. <laughs> right. You know, to me, and I would make that very clear, if you're going to show up, and you want to you want to say you can't practice, and I'm going to put you on the PUP list, right? You failed the physical, and you're going to have to do you're going to have to do some kind of physical training. Like you just can't. It can't be a sit-in. <laughs> it can't be a sit-in. This is bizarre. This is the new thing. It's weird. So Debo's there. Yeah, but but again, you know, it's what I say all the time. You're either coaching it or allowing it to happen. Mm, so, great point. You know, you know, so you're either coaching it or allowing it to happen. Are, are you allowing this to happen? Yeah, I think they are. And a lot of teams, we, this is part of the reason with, to me with the Arizona contract, is teams don't want to upset their players. Team, right. Nobody wants to be the bad guy. Everybody wants to be like, nobody wants the media to come after, oh, he's a jerk. You know, what? Well, somebody's got to be, a, you know, if you're running a business, somebody's got to say no. I mean, you know, if you constantly say yes all the time, you're not going to have a business. It's fascinating because, again, that was the Kyler Murray thing where it felt like the team then – if succumb to the pressure of social media. So they'll take the language out of it. But that, the damage has already been done. Clearly, you wanted the yeah. guy to study. So it's going to be very interesting with Debo there and, and whether or not that deal gets done. We think it's going to get done, obviously. But what are you doing when you're there and you're just sitting in? Let's talk a little bit about that in context with the Chargers, too, when we come back. And we will talk about DK and that new deal in Seattle and how it changes their offense, if at all. Just getting it started here on a Saturday morning. It's the Lombardi line. Dave Ross, Michael Lombardi. Come on back. It's Feast and the Sports Betting Network. You're listening to the Lombardi. On the Lombardi line, Dave Ross alongside Michael Lombardi. Going to go down to the bayou here later on this hour with Carl Johnson. Catch up with him from Beau Rivage down there in the uh, the great area, down there in the Baton Rouge area. But, Michael, I want to get back to this sit-in concept because I told Stephen Bond, our yeah. producer, that, you know, if I show up for work, that doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to work. I could just sit over to the side. Apparently, that's the new rule in the NFL. <laughs> so, well, it's not a rule. I don't think you could call it a rule. I think they're allowing it. Right. I mean, I think they're allowing it to happen. And I think, obviously, in the case of DK Metcalf, they were close to a contract agreement. And and the player probably said, the agent and the player said, hey, look, my guy doesn't want to practice until he knows he's got this deal. And, you know, and the club said, okay. I mean, somebody's okay in it, David. It's not like it's, you know, it's a circumventing the holdout rule. So, basically, now you're getting a sit-in. And I, I don't understand it. To me, it's, it all comes down. I, it all comes down to either you know. One thing is, you're either here and practicing, or you're not. To me, it separates the team. Yeah. You know why should this guy be allowed to do it, and then I can't? 
And again, the three prominent players that we saw doing this, Debo Samuel is continuing to sit in in San Francisco. Uh, Derwin James with the Chargers we'll get to. And you mentioned DK Metcalf. So DK was doing that, and he was on that on that path. And then he gets the three-year, $72 million deal. I kind of understood why DK and Debo, to a degree, are like, hey, we've kind of proven ourselves, we're established. And you look at the numbers for DK – is this worthy of the, the, the new language of the sit-in? Like, does it make sense? Because I'm with you, kind of old school, like, well, then if you're not going to do anything, just don't show up at the facility. You're, you're making the point either way, but is it, it's almost like an appeasement. It's like, well, I'm still here, so I'm still showing that I'm one of the 53, but I'm just not going to work until, until this new deal gets done. It's not like they don't have a deal. It's just they want a new deal. They're still under the existing rules of their, their original deal, which makes very little sense to me because technically you're still under contract. Right. And so, like Brendan Staley said, I think there's respect on both sides. Uh, they know how much we love Derwin. Derwin knows how much we love him. We're just working through the process right now. We're going to let it take shape. Well, for me, if I were the general manager of the Chargers, I would say let it take shape with Derwin not being here. Right. You know, and, and if you don't want to find him, that's your choice. Right. But don't have him show up to camp. Don't have him be around. Like, don't have all the other players sweating, working, doing everything that they have to do while he sits there and waits for his green stuff. Like, what message does that send to your team? I, I, I think it's wrong. I think it's completely wrong. Now, maybe it is. You know, maybe everybody goes to Dairy Queen after practice in Los Angeles. I don't know. <laughs> it Maybe it makes everybody happy. I, I, I think at some point somebody's got to say, hey, Derwin, either we get this done. Look, here's the reality. Fear does the work of reason. The only chance you're going to have to get a deal done is when the player feels like he's losing some leverage here. Right. And when you don't find the player for being out of camp, what, 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 why not let it keep going? When do you get, when do you stop? When do you say, when do you stop for the deal? It's, you know, at some point in negotiations, you've got to be able to say, okay, is there any more money left on the table? What are we going to do? Are they going to take it away? You know, with him being in camp, I, I think he it, it gives the leverage back to the players, and all you've done is allow the holdout to continue. This shouldn't be a hard contract to do. It really shouldn't be. No, and and the point, too, that I think you're making, which is a salient one, is it, it's being allowed, right? So agents see this with, with their players on different teams now, and if this becomes the, the new norm, and we know how this stuff changes rapidly, and it feels like the sit-in is now changing right before our eyes, could you imagine that with Bill Belichick? Like, could you imagine a player well, trying would, to do this in New England? He, he would link. He would basically eliminate it. I mean, look, let's Derwin James's contract. How Minka Fitzpatrick just did his deal. He's 26 years old. He just did his deal. He averages 18.2 per year. You know, he got 36 million dollars fully guaranteed. All right. You know, the Jamal Adams contract, which is completely ridiculous, mm -hmm. completely ridiculous, at 17 and a half million. So I would say this, Derwin James is better than Jamal Adams, no doubt. No doubt. You can't run away from that contract. Is he better than Minka Fitzpatrick? Probably is. So should he get 18-5? I mean, how hard is it to do this contract? The two guys that are getting cheated here are Jordan Poyer and Makai Hyde. Both those guys to combine make $18 million. Right. And, and they're really good players. And that's what I mean. I wonder if this becomes a new thing where, you know, Hyde and Poyer, they're like, well, we'll, we'll They're just in. waiting. We'll sit in. They're just yeah, well, they're Poyer. waiting, and they know. I mean, Hyde just got hurt, but I don't think he that, that wasn't intentional. Right. Poyer went to camp to show his respect because his team needs him there. Yeah, he's practicing. But at some point, yeah. But those guys are 31 and 32. This will be the last bite of the apple that they get. 
right? Yeah. This is the last bite. You you got to put yourself in, like, Minka Fitzpatrick might get one more contract. And you look at the Chargers, and again, with Derwin James specifically, uh, who doesn't love Derwin James? The, 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 everything looks like on paper this is going to be, he is, he's an elite athlete when healthy. But he hasn't really been healthy much, Michael, in his time here, a short time with the Chargers. And yet he's going to demand this new deal that he's going to get. He's going to win. Uh, I don't know if got the exact terms he wants, but you know, you look at this team, and this is one of the shorter teams in prices to, to not just win the West, but win the AFC. And, you know, only nine wins with, with Brandon Staley, Boy Genius 2.0. As I like to say, last year, now the win total is nine and a half. This year, to make the playoffs, you got to lay a dollar fifty. If you think they can win the AFC plus eight fifty, I got them at twelve fifty before they made a lot of these moves and win the Super Bowl. Now, I mean sixteen to one, so it's not like they're really a long shot. Well, that's it coming upon Derwin James being there, and I guess being happy. These are these are different times that we're living in now, where players can just say, "Well, I'll, I'll be there, but I won't work until you give me the money I want." Are there any lingering effects with that if this continues on? Well, I mean, look, let, let's let's put things in perspective here, right? So Darwin James is on this defensive team, okay? And, you know, we know that, that they also have Nick Bosa, you know, and we also know that they're they're pretty good uh, in terms of their talent level. They got Pro Bowl players on first and, and third levels. You know, they were 29th in points allowed. Mm. They were 23rd in yards allowed. I mean, they were, ne- they were the worst team on third down defense in the National Football League last year, 32nd. You know, they were 26th in the red zone. So the question you have to ask yourself is, is Brendan Staley the fault or do they not have enough good players? Because these numbers should, if you have two blue chip players like this on your team, shouldn't you be better than what you are? I mean, you know, they couldn't stop a running game last year, David. You know, their passing game, they're 22nd in the National Football League in yards per attempt against them, right? And so they they could they, they were 25th in yards allowed per drive, they were 29th in yards allowed per per points on a drive, so you know and and here's the reality of it every time they started a drive they finished 27th in the league in terms of giving up points, mm. so if you started a drive against them they were going to give up points you know and, and it was infrequent that somebody didn't score i mean when you break them down now when you break them down they 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 only had 3 games where they held the opponent below 20 points 3 that was that was they they held the washington football team at 20 at 16 mm-hmm. the raiders only scored 14 and the broncos only scored and the broncos only scored 13 i i if i'm tom Telesco and i'm the gm i got to be pulling my hair out a little bit because you you you're giving you're giving Brandon Staley everything you would think on paper that you need to win, and not just win, but win big. And and I don't know if it's part of being at SoFi and being in L.A. and they feel like a road team, you know, 17 games a year. Maybe that does psychologically factor in, Michael, because that is a weird thing, too, that really people don't talk the, the, about a the, lot. This, this isn't psychological. This is just they were poorly coached defensively. The reason he has told people privately through the year, the reason he went for it so much on fourth down is he didn't trust his defense. Okay. So if you don't, if you don't trust your defense, is that the scheme or is it the players? I think if you really closely examine, if you closely examine the, 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 the Rams with Raheem Morris organizing the defense as opposed to uh, Brendan Staley, I think they got better. Brendan Staley's got this label as he's the next coming of a defensive coach. So now you've got J.C. Jackson. You've added him, right? The kid made a ton of it. You got, you got Derwin James. You know, Samuel, everybody thinks is going to be a really good corner. 
Now you add, you know, Bosa can rush the passer. They've Khalil got Mack. You, know, you got Khalil Mack on the outside, whether he can do it. I mean, it, the, 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 the proof is going to be in the pudding, if you will. If you are on that defense and you see the head coach as a rookie head coach, first year, doing that a lot, does that, does that register with the players? He doesn't trust us. He doesn't think we can get a yeah. stop. Well, I, yeah, I mean, and, and there's good reason not to look at the numbers. The yeah. numbers say you shouldn't trust them. I mean, I think to me what I always have a concern with, if, if you hire a defensive coach and the defense got worse after you hire them, where are we going? <laughs> Robert Salai and New York Jets. The Jets defense got worse after Salai came in than before. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. That's your calling card, right? So you're looking at these. It's supposed changes. to be where you're supposed to be. That's that's. Look, you're not a head coach. I mean, you know, you're not Bill Walsh. You're not running both sides of the ball. You're not Bill Belichick. You're not running everything. You're just coaching the defense. Yeah, when ten new coaches come into the NFL like they have this year, each one of them is supposed to be a, a superior mind on one side of the ball or the other, and that was supposed to be Brandon Staley with that defense. And to your point, boy, that defense did not look great, at least when they needed to get stops. They didn't get stops last year. A lot of pressure, I think, on Staley in year two. But the talent certainly is there. Now can they translate it on the football field? Mike, let's talk some college football with our guy, Carl Johnson. We'll go down south next. Talk all things SEC. You ever get so close to college football? Come on back. It is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Pitching baseball fans, a chance to swing for the fences. Register using the code VEASAN200. Win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager in any MLB game, and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM all season long. Sign up today with the King of Sportsbooks. Eligibility restrictions to apply. MLB trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards 
issued is non-withdrawable free bets or set credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Back alongside Michael Lombardi, I am Dave Ross. This is the Lombardi Line. Michael, I know we talk uh, a ton of pro football because we can't wait for that, but I know we can't wait for college football as well. And certainly down south, Michael, I mean, let's be honest. It is down there, the SEC. It's the king of college football. Let's bring in our guy, Carl Johnson, MGM at Beau Rivage. And Carl, I know we're excited about it. Down south, they must be just chomping at the bit to get started with SEC football. Yeah, yeah, they really are. I mean, you can you can feel it in the air, in the atmosphere. Uh, you know, I was I was talking to some of our, some of our people yesterday. The the hotel is is already booking up for special weeks. Uh, the the sports book is booking up. Uh, I think this is going to be a great season for college football. No doubt, Carl. And let's start. I want to start with you with your back in your old stomping grounds there at LSU is. Hey, what's the reaction to Brian Kelly? And then what is going on at quarterback? You know, they signed, they signed. It's almost like a pro team when I say that. <laughs> Jaden Daniels transfer from Arizona State's in there. We've got Garrett Nesmeyer. We've got Miles Brennan at quarterback. I mean, which kid is going to end up being the guy to go along with that talented running back, John Emery, that they have in the backfield? Yeah, you know, um, so I've, I've been talking to some people. So, you know, they – uh, I think overall, I think uh, these people down here have kind of accepted Brian Kelly. I think he's done a good job of getting his, his uh, I guess, persona out there. Uh, you know, I, I can't wait to see what kind of identity the team has. But, you know, in that quarterback room, I mean, you're right. You got uh, Brennan as a returner. You got Neusmeyer. Uh, Max Johnson went to Texas A&M. Uh, I'm told that this kid from Arizona State, this Jaden Daniels, uh, I'm told uh, uh, by his, me- you know, I guess the way they measure him uh, in their athletic ability, I'm told he's one of the best athletes on the team. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's going to be pretty interesting. I think they start off, Mike, with Miles Brennan, um, and, and then they'll just take it from there. I mean, this, you know, this team, uh, you know, if you're looking at the schedule, one of the things that I like to do is I like to take uh, the schedule and look at the teams that they're playing uh, at their projected wins. And so LSU's got a pretty tough little schedule. They're, they're playing uh, projected win teams at about 6.8. So, um, you know, offensively, uh, you know, I think they ran for 109 yards last year. They're going to have to improve that dramatically. Uh, they got to get up. They got to get that number up to 170, 180 for LSU football, I believe. You know, defensively, they gave up uh, almost 26 points a game last year. Uh, what I'm hearing is that, uh, he really focused on, uh, you know, trying to get some stability in his, his defensive backfield. Uh, he got those two kids from uh, Arkansas that transferred in, uh, you know, so I, I think there was Fucha and Brooks. Uh, there were two Louisiana boys. Uh, Jay Ward is his only returner with substantial snaps. Uh, so, yeah, you know, it's it's going to be, uh, you know, an offensive line-wise, they haven't had stability there in, in a couple of years. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see what he does there. And uh, we, uh, but so far right now, publicly, 
I think he's got the Louisiana people on his side. You know, that's interesting, Carl, because you look at the win total here at seven uh, plus a dollar. So you got to get to eight if you want to cash that ticket here. And obviously you play in the SEC. There's just not going to be a lot of easy outs. And then you start off in the non-conference schedule against Florida State. You mentioned Brian Kelly right now. Everything looks good. You you don't really have a whole lot of time down there to kind of ease into uh, into the bayou, right? The expectations because you're LSU is that we don't rebuild, re, we, we reload. So what are the expectations in year one for Brian Kelly for a successful season? Yeah, you know, it, if you just look around, uh, uh, Dave, if you just look around college football, LSU is basically no different. What happens in college football is that these teams uh, – you know, they'll win national championships and then they go kind of dormant. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, if, if these teams go dormant for five, six, seven years, it almost becomes accepted. And then, you know, the, 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 you know, the pressure is not on as much. Well, you know, the, the, the McClendon days are over here. You know, Saban ended that. So Brian Kelly's got to come in here and win. Um, you know, they, they're, they're not going to go dormant. They're, that he's got to come in and put a team on the field, and he's got to win. Uh, they'll give him a couple of years, and if that don't happen, uh, he'll be on the hot seat. Yeah, you know, the the team that I, I'm intrigued by, I, I really think Josh Heupel has done a great job at t- Tennessee, kind of cleaning up the mess of Jeremy Pruitt, trying to get that, and, and they move the ball. I mean, they really move the ball effectively, and when Hayden Hooker, the, the, the their quarterback, he led the Southeast Conference last year, in passes and big plays over 40-plus yards with 23 of them. And he's got great – Cedric Tillman, the receiver. I think there's a lot of guys, four starters back on offense, 15 total starters back. Uh, you know, so I, I just feel like their number at seven and a half, for me, I, I like them on an over number. Yeah, you know, I kind of agree with you, Mike. And, you know, I, I've got them kind of lumped in, in in my mind. I've got Tennessee kind of lumped in with, with Florida – uh, Kentucky, uh, it, you know, I, I was looking at this Texas A&M. Uh, I'm sorry, I was looking at this Georgia schedule. You know, Kentucky might be the best team that that Georgia plays this year. But I think you're right. You know, those seven and a half, uh, eight win totals. Um, I, you know, Tennessee, they they showed some stuff last year. We'll see if they can uh, make a run. But uh, you know, it, the problem is, is that. Uh, you know, there's such a big difference right now between Alabama and some of these other teams that, uh, you know, it's going to be hard to get in that conversation. Talking with Carl uh, Johnson. No, yeah. No, no doubt. No doubt. I mean, I think that's right. And, and another team that I love is Florida because I really love Anthony Richardson. I think Anthony Richardson has a unique skill set. You know, last year he averaged 8.1 yards per play whenever Mullen would put him in the game, which, you know, was for some reason he couldn't quite see what I saw. But I love Napier as the coach. I, I mean, I know they're a little bit down, but I think the schedule favors them. I mean, like, when you look at Tennessee, though, Tennessee opens up with Ball State. They play Pitt. They play Akron. That They should be 3-0 and going into the Florida game. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and then they've got Missouri. There's four – South Carolina. They've got Vanderbilt. I mean, there's a there's an eight-win team there, I think. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And, you know, I think it's key that they get off to that good start. Uh, I like yep. Billy Napier at Florida. And and I'll tell you, you know, uh, I don't think people realize, but I think you were the first one of the first people to mention this kid Richardson. Uh, you know, it, it, this, he might not, he may not be a bad Heisman play. His number right now with us is at twenty to one. Uh, so if they get off to, you know, you can't ever tell. I mean, if this team gets in the conversation, 
um, you know, the schedule favors them kind of, um, you know, they, he, they could do something. Got a couple minutes to go here, Carl Johnson. I do want to talk about Georgia because you mentioned sometimes programs go dormant after a national championship. I know Kirby Smart is going to try to defend against that, but he did lose a lot of defensive talent to the NFL last year. You mentioned the schedule, Carl, that it doesn't look overly uh, pressing for this team. What do you think it's going to look like uh, year one uh, in now as the defending reigning national champions? Yeah, so, you know, if you look at their schedule, they have seven teams that don't have projected win totals over five and a half. Wow. So, uh, you know, that's – look, and like I say, you know, they're going to start off with Oregon. Um, the the bad thing is – well, the good thing is they've got one of the best quarterback rooms in the country. Uh, Stetson Bennett's back, 29 touchdowns, seven interceptions last year. You got Vandergriff, you got Beck, and you got this kid Gunnar Stockton. Uh, you know, defensively, uh, you know, their secondary <clears> – <throat> They uh, well, first of all, the linebacker. They don't have a single uh, a linebacker on the team that had a career start yet. So, uh, you know, they had 15 players drafted in the National Football League. Uh, they've got Tyke Smith, former All-American, back this year after an ACL tear uh, in that backfield uh, uh, defensive backfield. And I think you got uh, Christopher Smith that's got 41 games under his belt that's back there in that backfield. So. Uh, you know, that, that defensive backfield was ranked 13th in the country last year. <clears throat> a lot of it had to do with that front seven, uh, who's now in the NFL. So it's going to be an interesting uh, season for them. Uh, they got time. Like I said, I look at their schedule. I think Kentucky's the toughest team they play, and they've got them second last week of the season. It is always tough to defend, uh, but we'll find out how Kirby Smart does. Uh, very quickly, got about 20 seconds. What's on the menu today, Carl? You know, I'm, I'm, I was thinking about it this morning. I'm feeling like some uh, a, a jambalaya. Ooh. I want some jambalaya. Oh, there we go. And that, that, yeah, that meat and potato, that, that beef that you put up on Twitter the other night, I mean, you really got me stirred up, man. I tried to get uh, you wait fired you up. See the one I, wait to see the one I put up today. I got to cook for your boy Berman today, so don't what, don't you worry about that. I'll take care of you. <laughs> Thanks man, to Carl. you guys live good. Yeah, have a good one, Carl. Coming on back to the Lombardi line, it is Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.